Destination Medicine is a joint project of the regional training hubs. This podcast series brings you medical students' accounts of their experiences in applying to study medicine. Welcome to Destination Medicine. I'm Nicole Goodman. Pepe Mifsud had always wanted to be a doctor, but he didn't have the confidence to think he could qualify for medical school. Studying commerce instead, he was gently prodded by his supportive parents, and in the end, he says he backed himself and decided to tackle the GAMSAT. Having grown up in rural Margaret River in WA, he says he opted for a university with a rural focus, and he's now doing a placement in Lismore, northern New South Wales. As you'll hear in this episode, Peppy says Lismore offers broad clinical experience, a relaxed lifestyle, and access to terrific surf. But he starts by describing his initial reluctance to Jeff Waters. It's always something I had considered during high school. Mum was a GP. You know, I was quite interested in her field of work, but always something I thought was a bit out of reach for me. So I, I did a commerce degree at uni. And when I finished that, you know, I enjoyed it, but I didn't really love it. So I thought I'd give it a crack and um, do the GAMSAT and was lucky enough to get in. And now here I am. So did you ever think of any other allied health professions? I definitely thought about physio in particular, but I think I decided to try for medicine because. I think it was more involved with all aspects of patient care. And also, I just found it a bit more interesting, I think, personally. And there's, you know, all the different cartons of fields and specialties that you can go into. So, yeah. So, you wanted to be a doctor, but you thought you wouldn't be able to get in. Is that the case? Yeah, definitely thought at the time before doing the games that it was going to be a big, long, hard journey and didn't really back myself in initially. Yeah. And as you said, your mum's a GP. Was she the main influence in your decision? Definitely, I think. Yeah, she made a really positive impact on the community that I grew up in, enjoyed a very fruitful life and had a good work-life balance. So we'd be walking around the shops and she'd see a lot of her patients and they'd all be smiling. So I think it was a big inspiration to me, yes. So you looked up to your mum and the way that she was a leader in the community. Certainly, yeah. And also her colleagues, you know, we were also inspiring in many ways, I guess, as well. When you announced to her that you were going to try the GAMSAT after your commerce degree, what was her response? Oh, she was all for it. She was the one that pushed me right into it initially. You know, I'd talked about doing it and then talked myself out of it. But then fortunately with her and my dad's support, they encouraged me to do it and, you know, help me study and do all kinds of things. So very thankful for their support. And what did your friends and other family say when you announced your change of mind? Well, to be honest, I didn't really tell many people until the games that had been well and truly completed. You know, a few people knew, but not really until I had the interviews that I kind of tell everyone about what was happening. And at the time I was working and doing a bit of traveling, it kind of just happened quite quick actually. And everyone was like, oh, that's new, surprising. <laughs> yeah. So they weren't shocked? Oh, some people were like very confused. Some people still are that I haven't seen for a few years. Like, you're doing what? <laughs> <laughs> but surely they come around and think, well, actually, that's a good idea. Oh, most people. Some people think I'm a bit crazy still, probably a bit shocked by it, but that's fine. <laughs> now, as we said, your mum's a GP and your dad was very supportive. Were they your principal mentors in all of this or did you have other influences? 
there was a few medical students that stayed at our house that were doing placement with my mum. And I had a few um, that came through over the years that were very influential and also encouraging. One in particular, like when I was doing the GAMSAT study, helped me a lot and also kind of guided me on the application process. So they were definitely mentors for me personally. Now, you did your undergraduate degree in commerce, weren't particularly enamoured by that, by the sounds of things. What was your first step after that commerce degree to move into medicine? It was actually during the commerce degree I um, figured I might do the game set. So I took the steps to do a broadening unit in like chemistry in the last semester of uni because I had a few up my sleeve. And that really helped with studying for the GAMSAT because there's a big science component. Also just starting to practice writing and reading a newspaper and books and stuff to get the first two sections, you know, get a bit more of a vocabulary and know how to write essays, et cetera, yeah. And what about the science component? Were you worried about that? Oh, certainly. There was a good textbook I used at the time. It may have actually stopped being produced, but I'd basically study the science uh, every night for about 45 to an hour or so just doing practice questions and trying to understand not exactly, you know, how to get it right, but the whole process behind it and how to show your working and the system basically, yeah. And while we're on the GAMSAT, have you got any tips or advice for anyone listening of how to approach it? I think it can be very overwhelming, so you just need to chunk it and break it down as best you can. For me, I knew my strengths were the first two sections, the kind of humanities side of things, so I didn't have to spend as much time on them and I had to spend more time in the science section. And I don't know if it's changed or not, but the science section is weighted quite heavily as well. So you do have to be, you know, pretty good. I think it helped me be a bit more confident knowing that given my background in the rural applicant, my scores didn't have to be as high as they could be uh, if I was from a metropolitan area as such. So, you know, I had a bit more confidence going in that this could actually lead to something quite overwhelming on the day, you know, going into the lecture hall in Perth and there was about a thousand people there though all trying to do the same thing so you just have to kind of you know back yourself and if you've done the study just go in and give it your best crack you can. How long did you spend studying for it? Months? Years? Probably like four months I think like pretty intense though I was working full time every hour of the evening after work I would just do an hour or so I had a good end date in sight and had good plans for after it finished so I was lucky in that regard. I was lucky compared to some other people who um, you know, have to try a few times. I only had to do it once. So. And when you sat down to take the exam, was it what you expected? I would say it kind of was what I had expected. I didn't realise how tired I would be <laughs> afterwards. It was a big day, probably the biggest exam I've ever done personally, bigger than some of the med school ones really. But you know you prepare for it so much and on the day you just see what it is for yourself. So. All right. Now, did you have a plan B if you didn't pass? Plan B, I think, would have probably been to have one more crack. Otherwise, I probably would have pursued something in the commerce field, um, possibly in the wine, beer industry as well. That was also an interest, still is. (laughs) (laughs) And how many universities did you apply for? Well, I did uh, both of the Western Australian universities, UWA and Notre Dame. And I got an interview at Notre Dame, but then I also applied for Wollongong University, I think a few others on the East Coast, and I also applied through the UCID pathway as well and had an interview there also. Did you enter through any specific pathway? Being in um, Margaret River in Western Australia, I was able to apply through the rural pathway. So I went in that way essentially, yeah. And how does that work? You had to prove your, you know, I'd lived in um, Margaret River my whole life essentially apart from three years in Perth for university. So you just had to send in 
proof of that through school and letters and everything. And then I ended up at Wollongong because they have quite a rural focus. So in the interviews, they were saying, why, why medicine? And I just said, I'm from a rural area. I'm looking to kind of eventually end up working back in one and I'm applying through the rural pathway. So in the end, I think it's work because I'm here in Lismore, in Northern New South Wales and being the GP program now and staying on here. So We'll get to that in just a sec. But first of all, can you explain to me why you came to the East Coast? Uh, it was just where I got in, actually. I think at the time, if I'd got into Notre Dame or UWA, I obviously would have accepted it, probably would have accepted anything. <laughs> but when I got Wollongong, I was actually really happy because I had quite a few friends that lived there who I'd met traveling around the place. And it's, you know, on the coast, good for surfing and good lifestyle. So and I've heard good things about the uni. So you're a surfer? Yep, yes. Fantastic. And how does the Pacific compare to the Indian Ocean for surfing? The waves over here are definitely, you know, they can be pretty bitey, but every time I go back to WA, you get spooked of how scary the waves are and bigger and all the sharks and everything. Yes. <laughs> More scared of all the people over here, but the waves are awesome. So, <laughs> How did you end up in Lismore? In Wollongong, you have a um, year where you do a, like extended placement and most people go rural. And we were lucky enough to get the Lismore Hub. So my partner and I lived in Lennox Head and did most of our placements around Ballina and Olsenville. And then we did a few days in Lismore. We loved it and we got to know quite a few of the juniors around the place. And it was, it was an awesome place to be a junior, essentially, is what they sold it to us. And now a year in, I can kind of agree with that wholeheartedly. <laughs> so, yeah. Why? Why do, you, why do you agree it's so awesome? Well, I think it's really good culture in the workplace here and you're well supported. Sounds cliche, but it's actually quite true. Well, describe that culture for us. You can always call anyone at any time, essentially, with any troubles, even if it seems small to them, but it might be quite big to you. And, you know, everyone's very friendly as well, Uh, all the nurses, everyone, all the staff. It's lovely. And uh, what's the lifestyle like living there? Apart from, you know, since the floods, it's been a really good work-life balance as well, uh, especially living in Ballina on the coast, you know, go surfing before work most days if you want, surrounded by all this amazing landscape. It's quite nice. Now, paying it forward for the next lot of students coming through, what was your overall experience applying for medicine and what are the key messages you'd like anyone considering medicine to know? I would say, you know, it's very overwhelming. So depending on where you're at in your life, regardless, just sit down and make a plan. If you're still in school, that might be like a five-year plan or if you were like me and finish your undergrad and had a few months to decide whether or not to pursue the GAMSAT, it might be a six-month plan. But chunk it out, figure it out in steps. So once you get the GAMSAT sorted and get an interview, then go from there. But for me, the other thing was talking to as many people as possible that had done it to take off you know, what their tips were. And then I collaborated all of those things and find out what worked best for me. But I was well guided by other people as well. You shouldn't try and, you know, pursue it by yourself. <laughs> I don't think I would have done well if I'd done that, yeah. Is there anything about medicine that you could never prepare for? Probably the phone going off every two minutes. <laughs> and also some of the stressful kind of complex social situations you have to deal with. You don't really get taught that a lot during uni. It's something you just get thrown into. And that's why I like working at Lismore. You're well supported within your teams to not have to deal with that yourself too much because it can be quite daunting and scary as a junior. And what's the best thing about being a student doctor in Lismore doing a rural placement? They get you quite involved. You'd be in the ED and pretty much do what we do as interns or even a resident. You'd 
fully work someone up, do all the bloods, investigations. So you're really actively part of the team. And same goes at my GP placement. Really enjoyed that for the same reason. That was Peppy Mifsud, student on rural placement at Lismore Base Hospital, studying at the University of Wollongong. We trust you've enjoyed this episode of Destination Medicine, a joint project of the regional training hubs. The hubs are supported by funding from the Australian Government under the Rural Health Multidisciplinary Training Programme.